Rock Solid Radio wants to thank Hummel Insurance Group for sponsoring today's show. Hummel Insurance Group now owns and operates seven different offices located throughout the tri-state area. For over 50 years now, the Hummel Insurance Group has been assisting customers with insurance needs and questions. For all your insurance needs, contact Hummel Insurance Group at 812-537-1785. Welcome to Rock Solid Radio. I'm Linda Hutchinson, and I'm joined here with my partner in crime, my husband. I have down written ministry, not crime. <laughs> Holy cow. Well, who, when did we shift who roles? Who reads our outline anyway? So uh, I'm like, But you mine know. says ministry, yours says crime. <laughs> Actually, I thought you wrote that I'm joined here in hand in hand with my husband. You have to know, I'm not a big PDA guy, public display of affection. So uh, then that drives Linda crazy. But so, yeah, we're probably. I think one of our early arguments in college was not. Why don't you you just hold my hand? You would not hold my hand walking through campus. So. Because it's weird. Just weird. It's private. Oh, that really just kind of tees us up for our conversation today. We're going to be talking about insanity. When we start having those arguments over and over again, it seems like we're arguing about the same thing. The same argument, different day. Yeah. 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 Not so that we ever did can that we, or anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hon, how many times, it, we've mentioned this before on the show, the number of times, I will, I'll say not so much lately, but early on when we were writing shows that we would get into arguments about writing the show or something <laughs> that was in the show. It was like, yeah, this is going to go really well on this really show. Well. Yeah. And you know what? If you are having arguments with your spouse or someone in your family, like, Humor sometimes helps, but you got to use it in the right appropriate time. Because Merle would try to break it up with a joke. <laughs> We're like, I'm not really in the mood to laugh Sometimes yet. those land and sometimes <laughs> they don't. So they're landing today because we haven't been arguing. But um, yeah. But before we get started. Wait till we get to the end of this show. Yeah. <laughs> But before we get started, we want to thank our sponsors. We want to thank Maxwell Construction, who has been with us since the very beginning, and also Casey's Outdoor Solutions and Hummel Insurance Group for their support of Rock Solid Radio and really, ultimately, this ministry of Rock Solid Families. All right. You know, I'm reminded of a certain passage. (laughs) What? So we're going to talk about arguing. Why do we keep arguing about the same things, right? Have you ever seen or read that one scripture? I think it's in Proverbs somewhere. In fact, I think it's exactly Proverbs 27, 15. (laughs) And I think it says something like, a quarrelsome wife is like the dripping of Mm. a leaking roof in a rainstorm. (laughs) You can tell it was written by a man, you know? I mean, I think more scripture need to be written by women. So we'd probably have a lot of those arguments. Yeah, husbands yeah. well, it, it, for men, they just always use the word fool. <laughs> Proverbs you said is filled, it, I did not. filled with scriptures about oh, fools. Oh, you said it, I did not. All right, but. so yeah, we, we do thank our uh, sponsors and all that, but man, we got hunt- we are closing out 2021 and already looking at a lot of activity mm. coming up in 2022, uh, so we want to just touch base quickly on some of those. On February 12th, we have Rock Solid uh, parenting, or I'm sorry, Families Rock Parent. That's how we're naming that. Yeah. Families Rock Parenting Workshop. And that's going to be at the Urban Crest um, Church in Lebanon, Ohio. Mm-hmm. So uh, mark that on your calendar if you're interested. Yeah, um, everybody's welcome. That's an open party kind of thing. <laughs> the other one is February 19th, where we are doing a Secure the Knot. So this was a retreat that we mm-hmm. did uh, back, it was in November or October. 
Beginning of November. Beginning of November, we did that, and uh, we're doing another offering of that, mm-hmm. and it's going to be uh, February 19th. This time, it will be hosted at Break Christian Church. Yeah. So we'll be getting you more details on that, but that's a full uh, Saturday um and so what a great opportunity there to just dig in on marriage stuff. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny, like um, I'm protecting Super Bowl weekends and stuff like that. So <laughs> we're making sure we don't do these things on Sundays and stuff oh, like that. Oh, yeah. So, you know, um, if you did not have a chance, an opportunity to come secure the knot when we did it last time, it was pricey because we had an overhead overhead as far as like hotel rooms right. and all those meals. And it does include um, lunch and breakfast. This one does. It's going to be a lot more reasonable and affordable for for families, mm-hmm. I believe. So again, February 19th, it's a full day workshop. Um, we're calling it again, Secure the Knot. So we really would love for you to join us. But, you know, hun, we are super excited about some work that we're doing and we're, we're really working hard to get it done. But the first quarter of 2022, we're going to be launching an online marriage program called Rock Solid Marriages, where we're really going to take our coaching experience and our mm. our backgrounds and education and what we've done for the last 30 plus years, each of us, mm-hmm. and we're going to take it to a program that we are writing and going to be offering to couples all over the country. We're yeah. really going to be opening it up. And because it's going to involve some group Zoom calls, it's going to involve some one-on-one, it's going to be involving some assessments and some check-ins and some homework and, and really some tools, practical tools. So we're really, really excited about that. So if this is something, like we're talking about today, arguments, if this is something that's a reoccurring pattern for you guys, then really we'd love for you to join us and we'll be talking about that more. Yeah, I can't wait because... Um, I'm one of those kind of people that I don't, and I know you are for sure, hon. Like if I don't like to spend time on things that I go, I just don't think this is very worth mm-hmm. it. I don't think it's very valuable. And so we are going out of our way to make sure Linda and I are very practical in the sense of, listen, if you're going to come do something with us, mm-hmm. you, we have to have takeaways like, okay, so mm-hmm. how am I going to actually apply this? What's the practical yeah. sense of this? So that's how we operate. So whatever uh, we work on in that class, it's not just going to be a bunch of, um, theory, it's going to be like, okay, here's what mm-hmm. you're going to start practicing. Here's how you go about this. And and I just love that part because yeah. people get to see the fruit of their labor a lot faster, a lot faster, and it kind of motivates them to the next step. Yeah. I mean, we are doing our metrics for 2021 and we've had over a thousand coaching sessions between the two of us. We're just two people in an office in St. Leon, Indiana. And so we know that there's only a finite amount of time that we can come and see couples face-to-face one-on-one. Mm-hmm. And so our rule of prayer was, how do we exponentially help more couples? How can we strengthen our communities and our and our areas nationwide, you know, one family at a time? And so this is something that we really believe will exponentially reach more families. And yeah. so we're excited about that. For sure, for sure. So let's get into our topic, (laughs) Linda. So, um, so as we always talk, Linda struggle. Linda and I struggle with about everything we've ever talked about on this show. Hang on, you were almost going to say say (laughs) Linda. We both struggle, Uh and sometimes. you know, you do need to learn to laugh at things, but sometimes you got to go a little deeper because mm. things start to hurt at a different level, especially over years. And um, Lynn and I use a story often in some <laughs> of our uh, marriage workshop stuff because 
it, it really quickly in our marriage taught us what was going on much deeper than what we thought was going mm-hmm. on, okay? And so we call it the, <laughs> the argument of the blue pants. So, hon, why don't you open up a little bit? Just We, we uh, usually act it out in front of the, the conference that we're at, yeah. but um, it would be kind of silly to act it out here. You know, we're going to have to really have a good knockdown drag out to replace this one because this was in our first year of marriage, mm-hmm. and Merle was a teacher, and I was just starting to teach actually. And so he, he's the kind, and I don't know if there's any guys out there, but he doesn't like to buy clothes throughout the year. He just likes to go and buy like a ton of clothes Knock at one out. time. I'll and drop like, 500 bucks, like nothing. And but he likes it'll be to buy the like time. the same shirt in different colors. And so anyway, I like a uniform. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a blue collar man at heart. So I was going with him. This was the first mistake of trying to help him pick out clothes for school. And I you know, we were kind of on a tight budget and I was trying to be frugal. And so, of course, what do girls do? They go to the sale rack. So I went to the sale rack and I found, no lie, these royal blue. It, it's the color of the word radio. No lie. And it was back in the Probably days of Izod and, it was and bright. It was bright <laughs> polos. And I thought that they were very trendy and I they were on sale. And so it was like, you know, you'd be losing money without buying these. Those so. were not the words I used to describe <laughs> those pants. And so Linda picked up the pants and they were like, they were like four bucks, honestly. They were like four bucks. Like they were, they were practically cheap. giving them away. And she picks them up and I <laughs> laughed at them. I'm like, oh yeah, right. Like I'm going to wear those. Okay. <laughs> and, and I walked away and I go and I'm looking at some other uh, pants and I go into the dressing room trying some other pants on. And I hear Linda's voice out <laughs> from the dressing room. I'm like, who's she talking to? And I kind of mm. look up over the, the door and she's at the cash register and she's purchasing the blue The blue pants. pants. <laughs> I came out of the dressing room pretty quickly. Unglued, I think. I think I be. had my pants on, I'm not sure. <laughs> And I ran over to the register and I said, what are you doing? Mm. And she's like, honey, they're only $4. Like, you know, these, it's worth it. $4. And I was like, I'm never wearing these. I told you already, we're not buying these. Mm. No. And she's like, you're being, you're you're being ridiculous about this, hon. And I'm like, no, we're not buying them. I took the (laughs) pants and I picked them up and I threw them on the floor. The lady at the register. um, Her eyes were like. Yeah, we should look her up and apologize to her um and of course you're getting mad and now we are storm i'm like we're done and i we're storming out of the store and Mm. heading back to the car Mm. um and the lady's kind of i might have been saying bad words (laughs) the lady's kind of looking at me like did you want the pants (laughs) (laughs) you know because we were we were in the middle of the transaction right so i was like no we're done you know but it was awful. We had an hour drive home. Yeah. We lived out in Batesville in the end at the time. And it was not a fun car ride. It was, well, there was most of it was silent. Do you know one of those silent things where you can like oh, set a man. glass on the tension force that's right there? It was so strong. Oh. Um, but, you know, uh, we were married less than a month at that point. And so <laughs> we're like, okay, well, happily married so far. Mm. This is good. But we had a discussion that night. And... Um, we've talked about before, I tend to be more of an avoider 
until I get pushed too far, mm-hmm. right? Like I usually, I do use a lot of like, I don't care, whatever. And a lot of times I don't really care and I'll go with the flow with it. <clears throat> but I felt pushed and for some reason, Linda really hit a button here. Mm-hmm. But this button allowed us to get to some conversation that had to go a whole lot deeper. This had nothing at all to do <laughs> with blue pants. No. Yeah. Right. So people are typically arguing about things when it's really not the root cause or the issue. And sometimes you may have noticed that you keep having these same arguments over and over again. Every time you ask your husband about money or maybe every time you ask your wife about sex. And and so it's kind of like, okay, why are we, this is where the title came in. Why are we creating this insanity that we just Mm -hmm. keep going back and revisiting these same arguments over and over and over again? Why don't we stop and pause? And again, sometimes you can't do it in the moment because, right, the emotions Mm -hmm. are so high and and maybe take a pause, take a time out and then revisit this when things have calmed down and really try to drill down into some root causes. Yeah, there are really five basic areas that that Lynn and I find all the time. And and maybe there could be another (laughs) one or two out there if we really got starting to tweeze things apart. But the idea, most of our arguments are based in um, a control, a control, somebody's trying to control or somebody's taking control away, a love, how we're feeling loved or mm, not unloved. feeling loved, yeah. okay? A respect or a disrespect, you know, I'm, I just don't feel respected here. And that was a lot of that argument, uh, that our argument was really about control and respect. That was mm-hmm. what that really boiled down to. Affection, like um, not holding Linda's hand, even though <laughs> she wants me to hold her hand. But that also could be sexual intimacy, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So it can be used as a rejection or manipulation. And uh, and finally, trust, man. Mm-hmm. And we do show after show like where <clears throat> trust comes up. And so these are five big areas that are mm-hmm. really kind of at the root. And when you boil things down, you go, yeah, we're really not arguing about the color of the paint on the wall mm-hmm. or what the kids are doing. What we're really arguing about is one of these foundation things and Mm -hmm. it's something about how we're wired whether it was a past event whether it's our personality that's bubbling up through this and we haven't quite called it what it is. Yeah. And we actually, I'm going to pa- push pause here because we are actually working on a show that we're going to do after the first of the year, hun, on this attachment theory, because I believe that some of these deeper issues come from our childhood, come from past experiences, whether it be a, a boyfriend who abused us, or maybe it's a mom who neglected us, or maybe it's a trauma that we've never, ever dealt with and healed right. And so, you know, the underlying, for instance, you you mentioned affection. Well, if you didn't receive affection as a child, mm-hmm. we kind of go into this this shell, this turtle shell, where we're right. going to go in for protection because no one ever gave us what we needed. And so mm-hmm. we're kind of just going to muscle it out and we're going to just kind of, you know, fight our way through it. And then I don't need you. I don't need you to connect. I don't want your affection. And so we're going to really dig down into those in the show coming up because I think that we're seeing that more and more is that we're not even really arguing. You're not even the one I'm mad at. Right. I'm mad at my dad or I'm mad at my mom or I'm mad at my my first husband or my boyfriend or whatever. And so, man, if we can get healing for that mm-hmm. and not ignore it and just kind of, we don't want to just gloss it over and pretend like it's not there, that I think there's real true healing. Yeah. Something um, that we want to do bring up in here, this show is kind of about insanity, right? Like mm-hmm. doing the same argument again mm-hmm. and again and again. One of the things we really want to be careful about is 
um, not overreacting on yeah. particular matters. Um, sometimes when you read a book or you listen to a show <laughs> or whatever, you're like, you see it everywhere now. You're like, oh, that's mm-hmm. all your brain thinks about. And you got to take a deep breath on some of this. It's like, okay, I remember Hun being in, in the teaching world and you could tell the new teachers from the, the more veteran teachers, the new teachers, every time they heard a new idea, mm-hmm. they were so excited and they mm-hmm. just couldn't bring it. And, and the veteran teacher would be like, no, it's really the same thing. It's just got a different phrase to it. So take a deep breath. It doesn't yeah. mean it's not good. It just means take a deep breath. There's nothing new under the sun. Let's figure out what this means. Yeah, and now we have the the world of Google, right? Mm-hmm. So if you've got a husband or a wife that is acting a certain way, you Google it and all of a sudden find, think that they're right. schizophrenic or narcissistic, <laughs> narcissistic or is bipolar, you know? I mean, it's I've like... i determined that my husband's narcissistic because <laughs> I Googled it. It yeah. may be, but everybody's but, narcissistic. But so your point today. here, hon, is destructive patterns, patterns, right? That we see something that's repeated over and over again. And that's kind of what the show is about, is yeah. the pattern. It's the patterns. And so patterns are what we look for, patterns when we're working with people, because those are the things that if continue and they're a destructive pattern right mm-hmm. there are positive patterns right but there are destructive patterns if we don't grab those they will destruct so that's what this mm-hmm. is really about here yeah and so you know we don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater. we don't want you to to call us and say I'm, I'm leaving my husband because he yelled at me <laughs> right because we all need grace right this is a mm-hmm. grace-filled ministry this is a grace-filled philosophy of you know we all fall short we all have sinned and fall short of the glory of god so if we're not going to extend grace to our partner who are we going to extend grace to yeah and sometimes we're the hardest on our partner and we really need to look in the mirror and say "Mm, if i was judged the same way that Mm. i'm judging my partner would i pass you Mm -hmm. know no no (laughs) (laughs) all right so Uh, let's get into some actual advice how we can help folks who are Mm. like gosh is this ever going to go away like we've been married for 20 years and it's Mm. just it just i don't know i don't know how much longer i can do this right Uh, we hear that so much yeah and and so let's give some um some practical advice that we Mm. talked earlier and and help fish through how we're going to do this, okay? Yeah. Um, the first thing that you and I like to do when we're working with people who've been arguing or bickering or whatever is, okay, wait, take a deep breath, mm. right? And you have to make an assessment. And the assessment has to be of your true intentions of yourself and your partner. Mm. Like, you know, I have to assess, like, do I really think that Linda has the best intention? Okay, mm. even though she's doing something that's hurting or bothering me or I don't like, is she working with ill intention? Like she's trying to upset me. She's trying to do that. Mm -hmm. Or is it, no, that's not her intention at all. So I have to go after the intention, all right? Because it helps me ground whether I'm going to act or react um, in the appropriate way. Yeah. And sometimes you're reacting out of maybe a level of mistrust Mm -hmm. and you really haven't even acknowledged it, you know, that maybe there is doubts or fears in you that are valid and that you've kind of just kind of just brushed it under the rug and pretended like you didn't notice or you you weren't going to deal with it and and you wonder why you keep getting angry or resentful maybe it's because you have allowed that to brew inside you and mm-hmm. that you really are going to have to address it like I'm sorry I got upset again I, I feel like I, there's something you're hiding and so that's in you to let it out that's that assertiveness and saying this is how I feel so you got to assess why am I getting upset 
Mm-hmm. Okay. And is my partner really, like you said, goodwilled? Like, mm-hmm. do they do they want my back? Do they have my intention, good intentions? Or is it abusive? We got to really assess that. And and so like, let's say we did hun, find out that somebody has <laughs> ill intent. Like they've, mm. they, they've been so upset in this marriage or they don't like this marriage where it's at that maybe the love is not there anymore. And they do kind of I know this sounds kind of crazy, but they kind of hope bad things happen to this person or that they have uh, ill motive. Mm -hmm. And so that's, we need to go back into that. Like Mm -hmm. what's going on there? Because we can't build a foundation in this Mm -hmm. marriage if the essentials of trust and intention, if those are not strong. So we might have to go back and go, hey, let's not talk about whether, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we painted the wall the wrong color. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about what was the intention behind that. And that can, that we may need help to do that. Yeah. Right. Like if we have people who are actively functioning with ill intention, yeah. that's a whole, that's a game changer for how we're going to go about this. And you know, we didn't bring this in this, this one, but we did a show on fighting fair. And I really want you to go and Google the rules of fighting fair, because if they're name calling, if they are just so disrespectful and unloving mm-hmm. and nasty, like if your partner's cussing you out, Mm, we really got to get to that because that's not okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Or any kind of physical or verbal abuse, like that's not okay. So let's really recognize the emotions. Why are they upset? Why are you upset? Let's take a time out. Let's let, like, like you said at the beginning of the show, take a deep breath. Mm -hmm. Okay. And let's recognize and try to figure out where are those emotions coming from? The best thing that happened to Linda and I on the blue pants story. Okay. (laughs) The best thing, and we didn't realize because it felt like the worst mm. thing, but the best thing was the <clears throat> hour-long drive home mm. because <laughs> we were put in a timeout mm. position. Neither of us had the stamina or energy to argue for an mm. hour, and so we just shut down, okay? And that gives your yourself time to get your breath back under control, mm-hmm. to allow your brain to calm down. I remember we actually went in the house, and we both said we just kind of went our own way. Like, mm. I don't know, one of us may have taken a nap and the other one farted around in the garage or something, but but we... we, we <laughs> you used that word. I didn't know where you were going with that. <laughs> farted around in the bathroom or whatever. But that idea mm. that we took a break. And then when we came back, we came back with logical and rational minds. Yeah. Okay. And that is key here. We have to come back yeah. with that mindset. And, and hun, this is so important. So please listen to us. You cannot just pretend that did not happen. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you had a blow up and you wonder why you keep having this blow up, it's because you never dug into that blow yeah. up to figure out what went on. So please, please, mm-hmm. I cannot tell you. I, I just told somebody the other day, I'm going to get a big rug in the middle of our office so that I can physically start <laughs> putting things under the rug when they tell me about these things they've been dealing with for 20 years mm-hmm. and never, ever try to get resolution for. And it's probably because they don't have the tools or the patience or the ability to do that. But that is where outside help's got to come in. Mm-hmm. So please do not let this fester. We yeah. say the 24-hour rule, unless it's, you know, during the day, I say the same day. But if mm-hmm. it's late at night and you're exhausted and you don't if want to you can't to, be your best in yeah, it. Yeah. Then, then sleep on it and go in the next day. But please, no more than 24 hours before you sit down with your partner to address the issues. Okay. So we finally have calmed down. All right. We've recognized <laughs> that uh, there is a problem. We've admitted it. We're not going to sweep it under the carpet. 
Uh, now we kind of have to have rules of engagement, okay, mm-hmm. or ground rules. And so just look at uh, James 1, 19 says, mm-hmm. My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, mm-hmm. slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Th- those are kind of some of the basic ground rules of how I have to train myself. And by the way, this is a training. This is a practice, especially mm. if you've been practicing bad habits all along. Mm. If you were the guy who was quick to slam your fist and, and yell and cuss, I mean, if you practice that long enough, you become mm. pretty good at or it. Or that's what it, you saw growing up. Yeah, yeah. And, and But it's it's not helping. So no. here are some basic ground mm-hmm. rules, okay? Um, you got to treat each other with respect. And mm-hmm. you said this before, hun, like the name calling. Mm. No, there's no name calling. There's no innuendos. Okay. Mm. Um, you don't tone, interrupt. Even tone other. can really say a lot. That, that sarcasm. I, I stuff. love you. I love you. You yeah. know, just like you know, you don't. <laughs> yeah, that whole sarcastic tone. There's, there's. This is not the time for thinking you're funny or cute mm. or you're trying to get the upper hand. This is not the time for that. This no. is the time to respect each other and to mm-hmm. listen to each other. Okay. Um, we talk about this in many shows. While you're listening, don't be thinking about what you're going to say. Mm. Right. Like, so that's one of the very first things that I always look at when I'm counseling somebody. If as soon as I say something, they are quick with a response. I know that probably about two thirds of the way through our conversation, their brain was already on their rebuttal mm. rather than just listening and, and going, OK, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm hearing you. I'm yeah. listening. OK. And so that whole idea <clears throat> of us learning how to read each other's emotions and taking it in and not having to have a response. Yeah. Just listen. And I'm awful at this about interrupting. OK. I am quick to talk and I'll just confess that. And so um, <laughs> mom's a word. No. <laughs> and I need to be a better listener because when I interrupt you, that makes you feel unheard. Mm-hmm. And so I would rather I'd be better off if I let you speak until you push pause or put a period on the end. And then what I need to do is reflect back what I heard you say. Mm-hmm. So what I heard you say is you want to go out more or that I, I don't listen to you. And then, you know, make sure that you heard that right. Mm-hmm. And so tell me what I do that makes you think I don't listen to you. Like keep asking questions about what you heard from the listener or from the speaker. That is so important for them to feel like I'm investing in this conversation. And I really do care what you say. So, yeah, and you said you're guilty of that. I mean, I'm guilty of avoidance, right? We all come in with our deals, <clears throat> right? Like you saw me when she started to confess and I went, oh, like I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> okay, so we all come in with our kind of preset personalities and past experiences that we've had, but here's the deal. I expect honesty out of Linda mm. and I expect honesty out of me. But remember, honesty can hurt, man, Mm, right? And so that's why I have to kind of be big boy here and I have to sit back and when Linda says, you know, I feel hurt when you say this or whatever, and I want to defend myself, Mm -hmm. but she's speaking honestly here, Mm -hmm. okay? And so we have a basic expectation of honesty. We're not going to candy coat things for the sake of not, you know, we're handling each other with respect. I don't need to like throw a dagger, but at the same time, I've got to be truthful. Yeah, and- And speaking to the avoider thing, Merle, I think that so many people don't want to hurt their spouse. So they just avoid those hard conversations. They avoid being honest. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. when they really have an opinion or they really feel strongly about something, but they just don't want to stir the pot or or make anybody mad. And so that's what we call a peacekeeper. Mm -hmm. They just kind of say whatever he wants to hear. Where we want to move to being a peacemaker, where we sometimes have to have hard conversations and say honest things that hurt people because in the long run, it's going to help our relationship and heal some unspoken wounds. Yeah. Do think about your words <clears throat> sure. and think about the intentions of your words. But if your intentions are right and you're getting ready to say something that could be <clears throat> could be hurtful, um, yes, we do need to get it out. Yeah. I, I've been in many sessions before where I can see something spinning in one mm-hmm. of their heads. And I'm like, okay, well, what are you thinking about? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I think I just need to keep this in. I'm like, mm. no, 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 yep. no, no. Yep. I mean, is we're in a protected, safe environment. Yep. I'm here mm-hmm. as a neutral mediator. We need to get this out because that probably is a, yep. is a rot. Cancer. Yeah, and we need to deal with it. The Bible says, speak the truth in love, but do it with gentleness and respect. Okay, Mm -hmm. and so that's where we have to really be thinking about, okay, I want to speak the truth in love and do it with gentleness and respect. Mm -hmm. And so that's where we've got to really make sure we keep going with that. Um, Be very careful with your blames and your excuses. Mm. Okay, like um, we talk all the time. Linda's very good about pointing out, like, is that an I statement or is that a you statement? You make me feel Mm. versus I feel. Okay, like you (laughs) own how you feel. You are the owner of your actions. You are the owner of your work, right? You're the owner of your responses, your responsibility. And so own that with I statements and don't blame it or excuse it away. I just had this conversation with our teenager, little teenage boy last night, because he was all pouty and mad. And I'm like, what's your problem? He's like, he named his sister's name. She makes me so mad. And I'm like, Okay, we were having a conversation about laundry, and you were here back from about an hour ago with your sister. You know, let's stay in the moment, and she's not the one that makes you mad. Yes, she does. I'm like, oh gosh, maybe you should listen to this show. (laughs) So, the last part of this is we have to train ourselves to go into the discussions and the argument resolution Mm -hmm. with what am I going to do on me? Mm. I'm going to work on me. Okay. When I go in saying, as soon as I can get Linda to change this trait Mm. about herself, we'll all be a lot better off. That that, Mm -hmm. one, that takes control out of my hands over what I can do. And two, it makes the assumption and the responsibility on her. Uh, That does not mean that Linda doesn't have things to work on or I don't, but it means that my focus needs to be on me, Mm -hmm. right? And working on how I'm going to control my feelings or handle my words or go about actions. That is mine. And so a focus is always on what do I need to do to do this better? And so when you're approaching, first of all, who's right, who's wrong, that's not the point. The point is who's going to be the most mature, to really start the conversation, the hard conversation that both of you need to have, okay? So we're looking for maturity, okay? Mm -hmm. I think that's a huge problem today. Mm -hmm. Our adults are not maturing (laughs) in conflict and communication. Well, our culture is, right? Our culture, you're right. That's why we have, we're sue happy, Mm. we're blame happy. Oh yeah, we're trigger fingered happy, yeah, yeah. 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 And so definitely the mature one is gonna go first and say, hey, can we talk, okay? And then you're gonna lead with an apology, 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry I blew up today. I'm sorry that I tried to tell you what to wear. Okay. Mm -hmm. That was my fault. And I should have never gone against your, your opinion and go and buy those pants. That Mm -hmm. was my, that was my wrong. And then Merle, you know, then that's when he can hopefully chime in. (laughs) Yeah. And that's when I I accept her apology. Mm -hmm. So I have to be very careful if Linda said, hey, I'm I'm sorry about that whole pants thing. My gut reaction, if I'm angry, (laughs) might be, you should feel sorry, okay? But but no, like I've seen that she stepped into Mm -hmm. this with good intention. She Mm -hmm. came in with an apology, and an apology is the best way to break down defenses. And so she just showed me that she's um, not being defensive. If she came in and said, you're still being ridiculous about these pants things, well, then... that would be her defending Ooh. and that would put me right back on my heels. So yeah. so that whole idea that I saw that she did that and then I say something like, you know what, I appreciate that. And man, I'm sorry for being a jerk and how yeah. I handled myself in that situation. Do you hear what we just did? We actually put water on the fire to put it out instead of pouring gasoline on the fire to inflame it. Like you just said before, hun, if you literally came back with from that apology of, well, you should be sorry, it's your fault, then bam, you just are back into that crazy cycle again. And so it's about who is going to be the mature one to step off of this crazy fight we're having over and over and over again that's creating insanity and and try a new thing, okay? Mm -hmm. It's so powerful. Mm -hmm. And we have seen it work over and over again, not in just our own lives, but in so many couples that have put this into action. The next part is try to get down to the seed, okay? Mm -hmm. Try to get down to the seed. So whether it's, uh, you know, you're mad because the kids didn't get picked up on time or the blue pants (laughs) or the color on the wall or the money expenditure, those are not what we're arguing about. And so we talked about earlier about those five different base things that that really kind of ground all of us in our arguments. Go back to those and bring it back and, and make statements like this, like the, because this really brings it back to here's what's happening to me. Mm-hmm. Like I'm hurt because I feel disrespected. Yeah. Okay. Like if I could have just said in front of the lady in that, that event, if I could have just said, <clears throat> you know, I feel like you're disrespecting me. Mm. That would have hit Linda at a different level. I probably still been upset. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because of how it was called out. Yeah, but that whole idea, <clears throat> rather than us arguing about the price of pants, mm-hmm. okay? So I feel disrespected. I'm hurt because I feel like you're trying to control me. Yeah. I'm hurt because I don't know if I can trust you. Yeah. And by the way, that brings up a point. Try to have this conversation in private. You do not want to do it in front of your parents right. or the kids or mm-hmm. your coworkers or your friends. Okay. You you take a time out, you get away from the situation, and in private you have these conversations because no one likes to be called out <laughs> mm-hmm. or being told they did something wrong in, you know, in the middle of people. And so that's something that doesn't go well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. So we got through several things. You know, Ephesians 4, 26, 27 says, In your anger, do not sin. Mm. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry, and do not give the devil a foothold. Mm-hmm. Hun, before you said the idea of the 24-hour rule or, um, you know, let's work this out before we go to bed. This is where, where we're talking about mm-hmm. here. Here's what we find. You know, one reason why the argument continues to circle back around mm. is because, like you said before, it never got dealt with but here here's why it doesn't get dealt with okay um we feel that emotional storm we're angry we're upset we're mad we walk away we finally cool down 
And the whole idea of going back in the ring mm. is like, oh, it can be do exhausting. I really want to yeah. go there? Like, mm-hmm. I, I would just rather forget it. Yeah. Okay. We see this <clears throat> all the time, all mm-hmm. the time. Right. And so 24 hours pass. Mm-hmm. Listen, the farther it goes, yeah. the harder it is to bring it back. Yeah. And so the next thing you know, two weeks have passed. And you're like, no, no, I forgot about it. Mm. No, you, you didn't forget about it. You just stored it. Yeah. And yeah. then something triggers it again. Yeah. We're back in it, but now it's, it's, it is compounded. It's yeah. even worse, even though it could be a smaller incident. Yeah. Right? I'm just telling you, one of the favorite phrases I heard growing up, came from my dad and he says, you're making a mountain out of a molehill. Mm-hmm. And it was because my mom did not address things in the moment in a respectful, you know, a, assertive way. She stored it, stuffed it, Mm-hmm. hit it under a rug, and then all of a sudden it would blow up into something huge. And then my dad would look at me like, seriously, I didn't put my shoes in the in the mudroom? And you're getting, you know, but it wasn't all about the shoes. It was the pattern that she had built up in herself that she never resolved in the moment. Mm-hmm. She let it pile on and create something bigger. And it turned into a mountain, mm-hmm. and it's not good. Yeah, and some of those little mm-hmm. things, you didn't address them. Some of them, if they're that little... Then you need to trash them. Truly, okay. let them go. <laughs> like seriously, like I, you use the example of the the shoes. Mm-hmm. Like you know, if it's that small and life is a lot bigger than that, yeah. you both come to an agreement. Like, hey, this is what we want to work on with these boots, but I'm yeah. not gonna make the boots a big issue. Yeah. Okay. And I will say, I've heard this from couples before, where if the wife is kind of a neat freak and the husband doesn't respect her desire and stuff, and he and she keeps nagging on him, and he kind of just literally doesn't want to even do it because she he feels nagged then it's really goes down to the i statement of i feel disrespected when you don't even you know help me out mm-hmm. and then he'll say i feel disrespected when you keep nagging at me and so it's it's like okay we're getting down to where the anger is coming from is it really about the shoes or is it about not wanting to help or not willing to speak respectfully to each other so let's get down to the core yeah help your partner help you Okay, help your partner to help you better. So I could guess how I could not offend Linda or upset Linda. I could guess like, well, maybe I'll start doing this this way or Mm -hmm. whatever. But it's so much more effective if I say, okay, obviously I'm not doing this well. Mm -hmm. And I see I'm not doing it well. Like, and I don't like this going on. Mm -hmm. What can I do? How would you like me to go about this particular thing? Yeah, help me understand. Yeah, ask. And and then Mm -hmm. they have to be very responsible yeah. at how they direct. If they go, well, I don't know, you just you you should know. <laughs> you should figure it out because this is ridiculous. No, no, no. They're asking mm-hmm. for your help because right. they, they're not getting it very mm-hmm. well. So help them. So like I would I would appreciate that in the future you get upset with me, please don't refer to me by my mother's name. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that I would be calling Linda by her mother's name and I'd get her all fired up and I'd say, okay, mm-hmm. what can I do to do better? And she'd say, from now on, like if you're upset with me, don't refer to me by my mother's name. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that one really ticked you off, huh? Mm. I, I don't need to use that anymore. Yeah, for sure. And so, you know, we're none of us are perfect, and you know, we we've we've worked through a lot of issues over the years, and and I know that you know my family and your family maybe has had arguments though that maybe we've learned from and grown from, and that's the goal, right? We want to we want to really learn and grow. None of us are perfect. 
Okay. And we all need grace. And so let's try to be generous with that, with forgiveness and grace. But then let's have some healthy boundaries. You know, mm-hmm. if you're really feeling disrespected, if you feel out of control, if you feel there's a level of mistrust, let's have those hard conversations and really drill down to how we can help each other. Yeah. So the challenge, all right, if you've listened to the show or you've shared the show with somebody who you've seen repeated um, arguments mm-hmm. that, that just seem silly or crazy, um, the challenge is this. Let's call it out. Let's let's do this in a way that we call one of our reset meetings, mm-hmm. okay? So let's say, you know what, can we have a conversation tonight? And let's come around the table and let's state what it is that we're actually going to address, mm-hmm. okay? And I want you to boil it down to those base words, okay, of that control, that respect, that trust, that love, that affection, those basic ideas of mm-hmm. like, you know, I feel like when you just don't tell me where you're going at night and you just show up at home at night at whatever. And I never know whether to have dinner ready or not. I just feel like I can't trust Mm. you anymore. I don't know what Mm. you're doing. And that trust is hurting me. So now you're not pointing out because if you just point out like he's 20 minutes late, he'll be like, Oh my gosh, it's 20 minutes. But it's a trust issue. So help yourself by getting down to this and starting having these conversations, practice Mm -hmm. the ground rules, right? So, you know, if we have one of those situations where in the middle of that conversation, things kind of go bad, call a timeout right there. Mm-hmm. Call a timeout like, okay, listen, we're not ready, all right, and break it right there and walk away. And, and that's okay to do that because mm-hmm. that shows good intention. Like, I don't want this to go bad. I'm mm-hmm. trying to get this to work well. Call that timeout, step away, but the idea that we are going to come back and I'm going to rethink in my mind, like, what's the best thing for our marriage? Yeah. So we hope that this has helped. You know, again, we're not perfect. We still have things that trigger things and push buttons. But again, we're looking for patterns. Okay. It's not a one and done. They they were 20 minutes late. It's not that. It's over and over again, you see a pattern that is upsetting you or frustrating you or resentment is building. And this is something that you want to address before it turns into a cancer that grows and kills your relationship. All right. So we want to thank our sponsors again. We want to thank uh, Casey's Outdoor Solutions, Hummel Insurance Group, and Maxwell Construction for them uh, just coming alongside of Rock Solid Radio and, and lending the support that they do. We also are asking all of you out there who are listening, please help us. Help us build this mm-hmm. community uh, by sharing shows, by giving us five-star ratings, by having conversations like, like this. You know, there's all kinds of things to talk about. How about let's talk mm-hmm. about some things that are going to build the family and build the marriage. Yeah. Um, nobody hurts in that game, right? So help us by promoting this. And uh, we just appreciate you guys. Um, man, the sponsorship and yeah. the donations have been uh, amazing. Yeah, and thank so we you thank so you guys. much. Thank you so much for your support of Rock Solid Radio, Rock Solid Families, because we're all building a stronger community, one family at a time. Make it a great day. It's time to burn the blue pants. <laughs> we never bought them. We're, we're, we're going to burn the story. Rock Solid Radio wants to thank Casey's Outdoor Solutions. Casey's is a premier garden center and gift shop located in Lawrenceburg, Indiana. They offer a wide selection of high-quality plants, landscaping materials, and home decor. They do amazing high-quality work and can help you transform your indoor and outdoor living spaces into something beautiful. So stop by Casey's Outdoor Solutions today and let them know you appreciate their support for Rock Solid Radio. Visit Casey's today at 
21481 State Line Road, Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Rock Solid Radio wants to thank Maxwell Construction, who has been our sponsor since the very beginning. For over 30 years, Maxwell has delivered the highest quality projects by holding to their core values of customer satisfaction, positive attitude, respect, and excellence. So if you have any kind of commercial construction need, give Maxwell Construction a call today at 812-537-2200. 